What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Hello. Hello. Welcome home. Thank you. Wow. New York, New York, it's a fabulous town. Mm. You go into the subway, you think you're a clown. New York, New York. <laughs> Great song. It's hot. Is it hot? Is it cold? Is it, um, uh... It's not... You don't know. You're I went outside. I went to Gyrotonics at nine in the morning, and it was... Goodness. Pleasant. Mm. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, it wasn't so bad, so I thought, well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Every day. Every day is a... Um, we'll we'll see. see if we want to keep on right. doing this or not. And right now I'm in this phase of, like, what is New York? What is New York in mm. in July? You know, what is it? I've been... Well, in... New York is subway fares going up. I heard that. I heard that. New York is... Um, I don't know. That's all I have. Well, New, New York, York is just a lot of people out there. Even just walking on... 35th Street between 7th and 8th at 10 in the morning. You think, where are you all going? Mm-hmm. You know? Whereas yesterday, just yesterday, no, two days ago, yesterday I was mostly on a plane. Two days ago, picture me, excuse me, I burped, so, soaring, soaring through San Francisco. Literally. Wow. Walking out of the house at 9 in the morning. Soaring up hills, through parks, down hills, flora, fauna, the smells of foliage, and then the fog. And we're mm. up high, high, high in the city. We're Bernal Heights. We're looking over all the areas of the city. We're seeing kind of trees you just can't have here. You just wouldn't ever see them unless you were in a greenhouse at the Botanical Gardens. But let me mm-hmm, tell you, mm-hmm. I soared in such a way that my butt is... Sore. I sore. I sore and I'm sore. That's such a feature of San Francisco. To have a sore butt? Yeah. Ass workout. I thought if I lived here, I'd have a butt, you know? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry. You don't worry about that because you're um, well endowed. I don't. (laughs) I don't worry about anything like that. No. You're blessed. I don't. You're, um, you're, you're superior through the haunches. <laughs> uh, but I do remember, uh, walking around San Francisco. I didn't realize you were going to San Francisco. Oh, yes, I spent most of the trip in San Francisco, as it turns oh. out. Yeah. Oh, if you heard oh, that, I just put oh. whipped cream in my coffee. Cause that's wow. Yeah. Living your life. Because I just did gyrotonics, during which I thought, wow, my whole trunk feels very congested. I, I need whipped cream. I don't mean congested with mucus, but more like congested just with it, with itself. Age. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, but you did it. You did it. Congratulations. Thank you. It was really dreamy. I really spent a lot of the time thinking, I love California. How, oh, how? I was thinking gyrotonics, but... Oh, no. Um, but yeah. I just... Was, well, you know. I love it. It's I, great when it's great. Mm. You know. When you're with loved so, ones and you're soaring through the hills. Or and it's not clouds. on fire and, yeah. Well, that's a problem. The fires, the drought, the earthquakes. Excuse me. But that's everywhere now, I guess. Apparently. Goodness gracious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It really is turning into one of those movies where they're like, you know, 
the, the Judgment Day is true, and we're having... Yeah, they've only been saying this was going to happen for 30 years, so... It's shocking. <laughs> I really do... I mean, it's incredible uh, that you think there would be, like, a day where the Democrats could literally just look over to the other side of that chamber and be like... Okay, are you ready to apologize? Are you ready to atone for your absolute well, stupidity? I do, I do think part of the... Um, I think we can maybe trace back some of the, the uh, complete abandonment of reality to climate change denial. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, we can't... We just, need to, we just need to live in a different reality. Well, this is when, it, this is when as adults, for us, it became apparent that Republicans are not at all ashamed to engage in an alternate reality where as long as it benefits their pocketbooks, they don't care at all about anyone or anything, not even like their children's lives, to be honest. So Yeah, or like their own... Um, future. Well, like integrity. Oh, they this, that this like they this don't care Kevin about McCarthy that at all. moment where he's like, "Oh, this is just a corrupt justice system." Like, you can't blame Donald Trump. What? Even though he literally blamed Donald Trump, like days after January sixth. So you know, it's it's humiliating to watch these people. It's so incredible, and and somehow it's just like every day. No apologies, no admit admission of guilt, nothing. It's just every day. Well, just I don't even. I would accept just like doing something better. You don't, yeah. We don't need to. We don't. I don't need an apology. Like, just say it. Do, but do like, something. Do better, please. Right. Do better. I did see today that Rolls Royce just rolled out their new electric model. They have an electric vehicle. Well, everything's going electric. It's just a matter of time. Well, of course, and they, you know, it was said long, long, long ago, and they made that documentary about the electric car, and it was basically like, where is the electric car? Well, it was waiting for infrastructure. Well, also, it was just a slow slow rollout because there was all these people who were like, we don't need it, you know? Well, supposedly, in just like a few years, the prices should be low. Um, there should be parity. Is that what it's called? Is, that Who means knows? like it e- evens out with the regular cars. Yeah. Parity. At which point, like, why would you want a more expensive costing car that uses gas? I don't know. So. Uh, well. People are plugging their cars in in California. That's for sure. Put a solar panel on my car and let me drive around forever oh in san francisco you better believe like many of the cars you see have these weird hats on and they have no driver oh work yep they're just out there driving around no driver Um, there's no way that a driverless car could be more dangerous than a driver car well they already proved that jeremy they have the statistics to show it oh yeah oh yeah the republicans (laughs) With their lies. <laughs> With their lies. They'll say anything to get that dollar. Um, okay, wait. I wanted to tell you more about California. Would that make you upset? Mm, mm, no, I don't care about oh, California. Oh, okay. Everything I put in my mouth in California. Delicious. Was delicious. Delicious. Uh, like, it, it makes me remember about food when I go there. 
Oh, uh-huh. And I think, oh my God, I really care about food. You yeah, know? it's the best thing. So delicious. Jane I really have a hard time not eating all the time. Oh. No, it's easy to not eat in New York City. Yeah, it it's especially when you're like really hot and wanna just wanna die. Oh yeah, yeah, when you're really hot and you don't actually believe there's good food to be had at like mm. a reasonable price. Midtown, there's or no like good Lincoln Look, Center. Is there like... good food in New York? Yes, it's, absolutely. It's somewhere, but it's... it costs a lot and it takes That's work right. to get it. Like. Yeah. If, if you go to the Union Square Farmers Market to do your produce shopping, you better believe you're going to be. You better you better bankrupt. get a couple one hundred dollar bills from the bank before you go to file pay. for bankruptcy. Truly, whereas I went to a farmers market with Joe and Lauren in Bernal Heights, I was buying you know four pounds of stone fruit for ten dollars. That would be mm-hmm. forty five dollars yeah. in New York. Forty five. I repeat, forty five dollars for a peach. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, so, Twelve dollar cookies. Tw- uh, well, look, a cookie. What was that th- juice you had though? That was like twenty eight dollars. Oh, okay. So that's a different. <laughs> that's a different thing. That's Los Angeles. Now, Los Angeles yes, but is. That's yeah. So I there went. You go. There's the there's the famous Erwan grocery store. Uh huh. Uh huh. And um, is that where that juice was from? I love that you're calling it a juice. I don't remember what was it. <laughs> it's a smoothie, but bear. I mean, it's a milkshake essentially. Okay. I mean, it was like strawberry, but then like coconut cream and like mm, sea me. moss mucus and like no. all kinds of like jellies. Uh huh. Um, and it's just so sweet. And it was a Haley Bieber inspired or Haley Bieber recipe from no from Erwan. Eighteen dollars. Um, eighteen dollars. Eighteen dollars. Eighteen dollars. But that's just to be expected at Erwan. I mean, right? I thought eighteen, not that I've bad. I've never been there. Oh, Jeremy, one day I'd, I, I hope I'm with you when you go for your first uh-huh, time. Because uh-huh. drive me nuts. Well, it's no, it's really something because it is at the end of the day incredibly alluring. It's hard to deny mm, the mm, appeal. Okay. The appeal of Erwan is undeniable. It's beautiful. Everything that you see or taste is going to be delicious. The prices are laughable. And everyone in it is a parody of, like, a Los Mm. Angeles... Parody? Parody. Exactly. Different different version. Different spelling. Same sound. I guess that's what we call in this day and age. Uh, Symphonic. No, no, no. Not a homonym. Is it homonym? Hominy. Hominy. <laughs> it's hominy. No. Where the two words are spelled different, sound the same, mean different. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Um, Listeners? Someone is screaming into the no void. No one's helping us. No. So. Know me? Do you know? Know me. So sleeping. Air one, air one, air one. Oh yeah, everybody's there. They're in there. Is this in Venice? They have a couple locations oh, in okay. Los Angeles, but yes, people I, always seem to be there. So yes, I, it is sense. a place to be, indeed, a place to be seen, a place to arrive, looking gorgeous in your athleisure. Um, uh huh. Uh-huh. Everyone's skin is absolutely dewy. 
And, you know, people are very concerned about the interior. And you can tell that when you walk in there. You're like, these people are very... Not the, not the interior of themselves, but the interior of the, of the, the shop. No, no, the interior of their bodies. You know, their... Oh, their, I see. Their, their, you mean their... Their organs. Their aging skin and stuff. That's right. They're trying to stop the wheels of time, and they're trying to purify their kidneys. It's too exhausting. Right. And it's different than a health food store, right? Because, like, a health food store... Well, I've never been there. I... You know what I hate? I hate a co-op. Okay. I hate a... I hate a... Um, I just hate those metal... Those racks. Shelves. Well, a co-op and a health food store have that smell oh, of kind so of, depressing. like, cardboard and wheatgrass... And so like old bulk bin nuts, you bulk know? bins, bulk you. bins. Now, Erwan, they don't have any of that. They don't have any of that. Um, they're serving mm-hmm. up like high fat, high quality, like real foods, you know. Well, that sounds great. Exactly. I can't wait to go there. Um, so, anyways, With that's someone your... who's rich and have them paid. But I, you know, I don't know what we talked about last week or where I was geographically, movies. but... Oh, yeah, we talked about that sad, sad movie. I think you were on an airplane. And no, no, I was sitting in Jane's house when I we talked, but I was talking about the flight I know, I know you weren't on an airplane no. when we recorded. Well, that would be impossible. I did see that um, that 65 is on Netflix, and I watched one minute of it. Actually, I, I, and I scrubbed through, <laughs> and I was surprised that... I was surprised that they got to dinosaurs in the, like, first ten minutes. Oh, yeah. No, no. We're like, let's the, go. Let's the, go. We the, just want to see dinosaurs. Right. Like, the buildup of the plot to dinosaurs is a fraction of a second. That's crazy. I was like, well, then is the rest of this movie just running from dinosaurs? Well, yeah, because they get you through an entire plot about a sick daughter, so a new job, a, a traveling with passengers, and then... Three minutes later, dinosaurs. Asteroids over. Oh, completely. It's crazy. Completely over. Excuse me, I'm gonna flush the toilet. Oh my god. Apologies. This is a real intimate view. Well, my I was twisting and spiraling all morning with Vanessa. Oh my god. Vanessa Knaus, my new gyrotonic teacher. Absolutely. Um tubes. Okay, so I'm going to go on about California just a little. So I got to spend mm-hmm. time with Robert Benet and Spencer and their family and friends because they were visiting from Canada. I got that's to nice. have a lovely dinner with Garen and new husband Jeff. Oh, that's very nice. And Jane. And then the next day I spent the morning oh, with Garen nice. and Jeff. And nice. I saw their cute house. And um, I heard so the nice. most unbelievable story about their new dog that you'll have to... Maybe we'll have Gar- oh. Garen on to tell the story because it is... It's wow. beyond, it's beyond. Oh, this is the airplane story? Exactly. Uh-huh, yeah, I know the story. Um, that's worth a whole episode, quite frankly. That is harrowing. Yeah. Um, yeah. what else happened in Los Angeles? I saw my friend Alexa, who I went to college with, and she'll be coming to New York soon to do the Irene Dowd Melt Workshop, and I'm going to do it as well. Wow. <clears throat> and, um, eventually, I didn't get to see my friend Veronica in LA, which was sad, but... Or my friend Mark, because he was away in Michigan. Anyways, all this is Sam just saying names. No one knows. Mark mm-hmm. is Mark is from the Boy Choir episode, if anyone's wondering. Very important episode. Um, very important. Very important episode. So then I get on a plane and I go to San Francisco. Joe Walsh picks me up at the airport. Uh, what a dream. We're laughing, laughing, laughing. 
get to their new home, their new home in Bernal yeah. Heights. Yeah. Get... So what is it? Okay, what is this neighborhood? Bernal Heights is uh, a little south of the like kind of main town areas of San Francisco, but it's <laughs> it's directly up against the mission and. Um, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> it's very nice. It has lots of nice parks and like a cute main drag with like good bakeries and a butcher and obviously yeah. a, ca- a candlestick maker. Yeah. <laughs> the butcher uh-huh. and the baker and the candlestick maker. Um, and so we get home. They have ordered in some lovely pizza type foods and mm. Melody. Pizza type foods. Yeah, there's pizza, there's salad, there's meatballs. Yum. Yeah. So Melody and Joe's brother are a couple. Melody is a principal at Houston Ballet, so I know her from recently working there. They're also staying with Joe and Lauren for a couple of days. Wow. So they're down in the garage the like garage kind of bed there's a there's a bedroom down there with an ensuite. On the, on the car? No, it there's like a proper garage <laughs> and then next to it through a door is a bedroom. With a, b- a bathroom that leads out into the garden downstairs. Okay. Yeah. That sounds... It's like a perfect place to put guests because it's separate. Oh. Also, the garage is at a different level because San Francisco Right. Crazy. So you drive down into the garage, subterranean, and that's like a basement. And then you are on, then you go up to the first level, and then you go up to the second level. And that's the whole house. Wow. So, anyways... Um, I I was sleeping in the living room with Orson, the bulldog on my bed, mm-hmm. and I have such good sleeps in San Francisco and oh. LA. It's amazing. I sleep really like an angel. Um, so then, what's going on in California? I'm, oh, we have a day off the next day. Joe does. So we're just hanging out in the house. And now I can't remember what we did. Oh my God, we did ambitious baking. We made Claire. Is that a thing? We made Claire. You Saf- just did baking. We I did see. Claire Saffitz's gâteau basque, which is a complex recipe. But we, we got fresh cherries at the farmers market, so we needed to do something with the cherries. Turned out beautifully. Absolutely delicious. What is this? Gâteau basque is a. Did I see this recipe? Mm, I don't know. She's never is made it, it old? on. Oh, okay. She never made it on the TV. It's, it's a little complicated. Is it's it from, from the, the older It's from book? the old book, Dessert Person. Yeah. So it's like, it's um, like a, a, a pastry recipe that has egg in it, and then it's filled with um, like custard and cherry compote, and then it's covered with another layer of the pastry and baked. Wow. So when okay. you cut into it, it has this custard layer Yum. and the cherry. And then delicious. this like tender crust, absolutely delicious. We also Great. made cherry and chocolate custard ice cream because they have an ice cream maker. Mm. That was a thrill. That was a thrill. Do they have a um, uh, put it in your freezer or do they have a cooling? No, so they don't have the kind <clears throat> that you plug in and it actually just does everything at once. They have the kind where uh-huh. you freeze you the, the you freeze the canister yeah. and then you let it go. Okay, but it but that even that requires a, a freezer situation. Yeah, you have to put it in the freezer. Absolutely, couldn't put <clears throat> an ice cream thing in my freezer. I think you could. No, it's full of stuff. You have two freezers, don't you? 
No. Oh, I thought there... I should. I mean, that's the solution. Get now, another refrigerator. Now that you're a country answer. person. Well, my friend Fran, who has been on little blips of this podcast, who dances at San Francisco Ballet, she has a new baby named Faye, who's just so cute. And Fran has an extra fre- an extra freezer in her house that's just full of breast milk. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but okay, so the 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 big moment in California came on Sunday, the day after, like my kind of. Was second. that the only thing you baked? That was um, your baking. Yeah, that was the only thing we baked. Okay. My on Sunday in California, we drove out to Petaluma in the evening where Julia Adam, who used to dance at San Francisco Ballet, who's a choreographer now, and mother of this woman, Zoe, who dances at Houston Ballet, who I know. Julia Adam does this, like, delicious farm dinner followed by a performance every summer, and it happens over the course of two, two weekends. You were there. So I got to go because my friend Oliver Halkowicz from Houston Ballet was kind of retiring on the, doing this performance because has, he has done this with Julia for several years. And um, we all went and had the... Wait, when I send you pictures, you're not going to believe it. Okay? It was very, yeah. like, magazine uh-huh. dinner in the fields. Great. I love that. So we had this beautiful, it's like... dream. We are living the dream. Beautiful, many-course meal up in the fields. And I'm with all... The, all, all these dancers from Houston Ballet came to, like, wish Oliver... Off, you know, like, send Oliver off into the world. Everyone loves Oliver. <clears throat> and we had this beautiful meal and then we all walk over to the outdoor stage and they danced on like um, a stage made of these sort of weathered plywood planks as opposed to like laying Marley on it, which thank mm-hmm. God, because that would have really spoiled the mood. And um, Julia made a beautiful dance, very like emotive and like sad and happy and all about Oliver and... Um, it was a real farewell and we were all just crying, crying, crying. Joe was gasping for air at the end. And, um, and then we all got to do hugs and it was nighttime and the fog was rolling in and, um, we got to hang out a little bit at the farm and then we drove home and, um, we gave a ride to a dancer in San Francisco, a young dancer in San Francisco ballet named Adrian who comes from Austria. And so I interviewed him in the back seat for about an hour. I'm sure he didn't appreciate that, but what else were we going to do? No, I think people like that. Well, yeah, it was okay. There were times where I was like, I'm just going to shut up because, I mean, it's late at night and this is taking some work, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, Um, bedtime. Yeah, but I got to see my friend Brett and Meredith and our friend Laurel who lives in... Oh, you met Laurel from Minneapolis. You're having such a vacation. Is your vacation continuing? No, no. Laurel, it's over. over. Laurel came in to town because she's teaching at the Lines Workshop. And so I surprised her at our friend Dana's house. And I stepped out of the bathroom. And it was a big surprise. And that was fun. Wow. Wow. And I, her children are really growing up. And everyone has all these kids. And they're getting older. And Sai is so cute. And she was obsessed with my Melissa shoes. And uh-huh. so I ordered her her own little pair of Melissa possessions that arrived yesterday. She was, I'll send you a little, little video of her clomping around oh, in that them. That's nice. Um, and I don't like children. 
I understand. I, I'm... I've decided. I'm charmed by them at times, and I have a kind of love in my heart for the children of my friends. And at the same time, I'm like, I don't want... I don't want that for myself. No. Uh-huh. No. But they are... They are fascinating, I mean, to observe. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. You're thinking. Yeah, I don't wanna I don't wanna comment. I understand. I I just feel like people wanna have children okay. Yeah, and I understand like what it can bring to your life. It there's like this kind of meaning that it comes immediately with it and um also Yeah, I I haven't I don't have my thoughts organized about it, but I did spend a full kind of week really immersed in the culture of having children and the implications. I mean, my friend Alexa who I saw in LA, she now has like a 14 and an 18-year-old. Wow. And that is really interesting because like then suddenly it's like a return to something uh-huh. for the adult. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, like my children can fend for themselves. Like, what is my right, own? Right, right. What is my own right, life right. now? How do uh-huh. I? How do I tend to me? Uh-huh. Um, but wow, the having the young child requires um, a major sacrifice. You know. Yeah, I think part of it is that I just feel like um, it's a rare, it's a rarity where I actually feel like people have the wherewithal to have children right well like i i was really around people. like i'm i'm like happy that joe and lauren had have a child mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. because they're like full people mm-hmm. i'm like you can take care of a child because mm-hmm. you can take care of yourselves yeah but there aren't very many people who are in that position mm. I mean, like emotionally, spiritually, I feel like the people I know who have kids <clears throat> generally are like they have these systems in place that allow them to give structure to the child where I don't worry for like the future of the uh-huh. child uh-huh. or the parents, you know, like everyone will be all right. Um, and remarkably, I think like I was able to have like a very full experience as friends with Joe and Lauren while I was staying in the home with the child and everything because yes the child is like a focus but is not like the only thing in their mm-hmm. lives like they also have other things going on I don't know it's yeah, complicated yeah I think yeah also like more than one child becomes insane yeah so yeah, yeah. it's all but it sounds like you had just like a kind of fairy tale it, it was really, it was really nice. I, I was like, this is, being in California in that way, like, without work. Vacation, yeah. I was just falling asleep all over the place. I mean, not, <laughs> that's nothing new. But every yeah, time I sat down. Yeah, it was I like, work down, or no work. Yeah, I but, was like, uh-huh. I was falling asleep during conversations. I was like, oh. Wow. It's just so wow. pleasant there. And it's just like the weather really... <sighs> the mm-hmm. weather, it allows you. You're a good you weather. It's great. Really beautiful. People are like, oh, it's hot in California. I'm like, 
I beg to differ. It's cold. Um, but yeah, San Francisco is a strange weather. Yeah. Scene. Chile. Yeah. Anyway, it was real nice. And mm. um, speaking mm. of childbirth, I okay. attempted. You're pregnant. <laughs> I attempted to watch um, on the plane ride home on Alaska Airlines, and they don't make it easy wow. for you. You have to, you have to watch it on your own device. Oh. Yeah, but they do have a, a a broad offering of media, but you do have to you have to become prepared. What? How do you? <clears throat> well, get you it? you they have the Alaska Air Wi Fi on the flight where. For okay. for at no cost, you can access their entire world of media. Okay. Yeah, but you can't like check your email unless you pay. Unless you pay. Unless you. This pay. This is weird. I feel like give me a screen or give me a a Wi Fi. Honestly, to have the in in seat screen is such a pleasure. Because you're not dealing with, like, where do I put my iPad? Where do I plug it in? Uh-huh, do my uh-huh. earphones connect to it? Da-da-da. You know, like... Yeah. Just the pleasure of an in-seat screen. But I think I'm okay with us moving to, like, use your own device. Okay. I mean, it, it works. I did it. Yeah. I just think it should be... It, should, it needs to feel luxurious and not stingy yeah well some of the planes have like little latches and things that allow you to kind of place your phone or your ipad Uh in a comfortable place but this this phone did not i mean this plane did not rather yeah um this phone that i flew home on yeah um that's the future they keep getting bigger what did you watch something about children yeah i watched i was like well they have the first four episodes of house of dragons so i'm gonna try it out oh uh uh-huh and I, I think I watched this. I turned it on, and I guess it's like the prequel to Lord of the Rings, which I had never watched, so don't... Mm. Or not Lord of the Rings. What's mm. that show called? Uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so I turn on this thing thinking, this might be interesting, some context for a show I've never seen. And I was so disturbed by the violence... Mm. It was truly a violent show. True, true violence, grotesque violence and brutality and gore. And also like brutality of the pregnant woman. And I was disgusted. I I was literally, I felt nauseous. And I had to like keep closing my eyes and taking my earphones out as like people are (laughs) shrieking People are getting their hands and arms and dicks cut off. I was like, no, no, no. So I don't, I'm, I'm stunned. People love that, I I guess. I am stunned that there's not more kind of like outrage and regulation towards this kind of depiction in television, as opposed to like a couple people kissing or whatever. People love violence. They just don't want to see nipples. I'm like... People should absolutely be having sex on network television if people are allowed to watch absolute blood spilling, you know, like... It's crazy. And and I understand <sighs> it is an HBO Max show. It is, a, is an HBO show, and anything goes on HBO, as we know, because, you uh-huh, know, Cynthia uh-huh. Nixon can have her whole vagina out, and it's great. I would... 
Uh, it's a pleasure to see Cynthia Nixon's vagina. I have no interest in watching a woman get cut from Well, her you don't name. have to watch every show. I don't. I don't. That's what I learned. <laughs> I, that's what I learned. And even though I had, like, minor interest in understanding what was going to happen, I did allow myself to stop watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember. I did watch that whole thing, but I don't remember it at all. Ugh, grotesque. Because it's just more stuff. It's just stuff, stuff mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, did I ever tell you? I'm, um, yeah, what? Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I made I made a focaccia. <gasps> wow, you had the oven on in this, this climate. Yeah, I did. Um, and this... This was a YouTube. So King Arthur Flower has a YouTube. Oh yeah, it's good. It's very nice. Yeah. And um, they made a a small focaccia. um, How small? In like a loaf. In a loaf. What? A loaf pan. And I thought this is perfect. Wait. Because I don't want like a you know, every other recipe for focaccia is like. You know, like a sheet, sheet yeah. pan. Does it mean you just have a very deep focaccia? No, it just means you have a small one. That's too small. And then you have a like a lot of um, uh, edge, crisp, crispiness, which is is you know the best part. Wow. Um, so- but at any rate, I did feel like um, I'm I I ate the whole thing. Well, Jack and I ate it yesterday after I made it. Yeah. Okay, so I need to make it bigger. Right. Like a quarter sheet pan sounds like a good size for a small focaccia, but a loaf pan, I mean, goodness. Yeah, yeah. um, How high up does it end up rising in the pan? Like halfway up the side? Mm, No. Not even? It's like a, I would say an inch and a half. Oh, okay. Wow, this truly is a mini focaccia. Yeah. It was absolutely delicious and did it make sense in hindsight no, no. how no, long because yeah how but long was the process i'd never made focaccia before so i felt like oh yeah i could do this and it was so good um there's like three 15 minute intervals of you know, a little bit of kneading mm-hmm. you know it's literally a cup of flour so there's like no material. It's kind of absurd. Well, there's yeast. Um, there's yeah. So it's like a cup of flour, a little bit of yeast, a little bit of salt, and then he in the video, he made different versions. So he put like olives and like cheese on one and some other thing on another, and whatever. So, um, but I didn't do that. I was like, I'm just gonna do a straightforward and see what it what it is. Um, and then. I made like a a chicken eggplant tomato sandwich. Mm. Great. How was the chicken prepared? Grilled. Cuz I've just been like grill grilling foods Outside? in the morning and then we eat them. Outside. Whatever. Mhm. In the morning. Cuz it's cool. This is fascinating. The kind of prep. So I, I just mean, prep a bunch of food and then we eat it whenever in like different ways. I'm just yeah, imagining so like, being a neighbor and smelling the grill in the morning, you know. Our neighbors can't smell the food. They can't They're smell. Not that close. These people can't smell. 
They don't have smellers. Smellers. Um, yeah, it's too hot to cook, but I did bake that bread because I had miscalculated some things. But I also roasted some vegetables in the oven while I did it, so okay. it, all, it was all great. Wow, what a, you're really doing, like, homekeeper life. Yeah, it's also, it's too expensive to buy food. Mm. Oh. Otherwise. I see. Well, I just, I just got turned on to another, um, kind of Korean housekeeping, um, Mm. YouTuber. Oh, yeah. And as you know, Honey Jubu is, um, always on the, on the playlist. (laughs) Wait, I just want to make sure I'm, I'm still recording. Um, I just wanted to find the name of this person that we're, I'm following so I can tell the folks. Um, Nyang Soup. <laughs> N-Y-A-N-G-S-O-O-P. And she's not as, like, um, fastidious as oh, Honey Jubu. Okay. She's kind of like, I woke up late, so today's, like, meal I prepare is going to be more like a brunch time feeling, you know? Um, And it's just, and she goes, and it's so hot. I can't be bothered with like, Mm -hmm. it's different in the way that Honey Jubu, like there is no limit to her kind of mania. Insanity. Yeah. 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 But that's, I feel like that's, that's the, that's the quality of it. Yeah. That's, that's what we're here for. Right. The insanity of it. Right. We need to see her with like holding newspaper and chopsticks, cleaning out the windowsills, you know, like Mm -hmm. it has to be like that. I mean, I'm not watching this content, but. I, I do. Oh, oh, okay. Yes. Well, you turned me on to Honey Jubu, right? No, no, no. Yes, you did. Mm-mm. Yes, you did. That's not possible. Yes, I came to your house in Brooklyn one day, and you and Jack were like, look at this. Okay. I don't believe it for a second, but I, I accept your statement. You, you, <laughs> you did this. I mean, look, I, was I already <sighs> watching, like predominantly people cooking and cleaning absolutely absolutely how to restore a radiator as if (laughs) you know what i mean like Uh very very useful to me somehow naomi is upset that she is not being fed because she loves to eat as much as i do oh no or something she's like huffing and puffing in there oh really (laughs) what are you doing does she see Um, a mouse or something no, I think she's really just like, why aren't you feeding me? How odd. Mm-hmm. Did she's, I? She's getting more confident. Did I tell it's you good. about my experience at the Sonic Sphere? Um, no. Oh, okay. So yes. before I left for Cal- California, John Hubiard texted was like oh do you want to go to the Sonic Sphere and I'd seen ads for it on Instagram and I was like actually yes I do want to go to that so they've taken the modular space at the shed this is the yeah okay and it can open up to absolutely mammoth proportions we're talking we're talking a huge like the armory style uh huh and there's this installation that I guess has made its made the rounds through other cities around the world but now we have it at the shed where it is this kind of arch. It is a God. How to describe it? It's gigantic metal sphere, or like the kind of bones of a sphere. And it, you go up this like very very intense staircase, 
and you go into the sphere and then you kind of lay in these net hammocks that are all around the like perimeter of the sphere and you experience a musical and visual light show that's made from like analog lights like not from um, projections it's like a light show that happens in these like little white screens kind of that are that are stretched across the the negative spaces of the bones of the sphere and um i went to a steve reich like 80 minute or nine i don't 90 i remember how long it was a little over an hour um sonic sphere event and they play like a recorded um I, do, I think it was like a mashup of various Steve Reich pieces, like kind of like orchestrated into this 90 minute event. And um, it's be- like the, I, I wish I had language for this, but the output, output of the audio goes through like these many, 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 many speakers where like each instrument is isolated. And so uh-huh. like sometimes you hear like, um, like a bassoon move past your head behind you, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. and it's sort of like coordinated to these lights, and it's really fun. It's going to like a really sophisticated like laser Disney show, World. exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, it was wonderful. I had a lovely ah uh, ah. Uh, uh, That's nice. I watched some YouTube video about like a that's a sphere they're building in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, which I've is heard a kind it. of like. IMAX live performance LED projection extravaganza which seems fun sure yeah Um, that's fine yeah so anyways I went to the Sonic Sphere I forgot to tell you that is like what New York is now speaking of New York back to what New York is what is what do you mean oh it's it's Las Vegas Disney World yes absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely But, like, make it Steve Reich, you know? Well, that's, that's you know, the Shed's version of it. Yeah, totally. So, like, I would call it, it's like, do Disney World, but with, like, more comp- complicated music. Um, what's that dance thing that they do with the, with the scenarios and people walk around? Um, a sleep, sleep, sleep no, no more, more kind of thing. What do they call those things? Immersive dances. Uh-huh. Immersive theater. Immersive dance theater. Dance theater. <laughs> <laughs> that Trixie and Katya thing. Dance theater. Oh yeah, dance theater. Trixie. Um. Yeah, Disney World. Yeah, here we are. I live there. Do it, but make it Disney World. Yeah. I watched. I watched a thing on on, on the Disney app about um. Uh, the building of Disneyland. What? Which is funny. About what? It was like a vintage, like, from... It was called, like, a a progress report. So it was like a black and white, like, this is what's happening as we build Disneyland. And it's Walt Disney being like, Mm -hmm. we're doing it for the children and to cultivate Nazis in America. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, Wow. (sighs) Incredible. And and do you have anything to report to me about television? Television. So we got another episode of, and just like that. I'm behind. I'm behind. I'm I think behind. it was terrible. Okay. I don't remember it. Okay. 
Um, uh, Drag Race finale, I think, is on Friday. Nope. We have a we have two finalists, and so a few weeks ago, the lip sync with Jimbo was really really got me. So Jimbo is like clearly gonna win, and is is an Australian or not Australian Canadian, which feels the same as Australia, I guess. What part of Canada? Um. I don't know, but they were on the Canadian Drag Race. Okay. Um, so this is All Stars, and so um, they're the, like, foreigner. I guess that, I think in the previous All Stars, there was, like, a, a British queen. Okay. So maybe that's the thing. They bring one foreigner. Um, but they are clearly, like, the most talented and, like, the most, like, together queen on this season. Um and they've been winning a lot, and they but they lose every lip sync <laughs> contest. So this time they come out and they are in this like white latex sperm. Like I just describe it as like a sperm meets a Casper the, the friendly ghost. Okay. okay, and it's just like bizarre with like a big belly. So they're not and much of a like dancer performer is that why they're always losing the lip sync i think so i think they're like not i yeah i think they're like a character comedy queen uh-huh um but this costume it was really a moment where like the costume really like made the whole thing <laughs> um and they're really good at doing characters so i think this was this was really genius and it was I it, it's my fa- it's my favorite performance on the show like ever. It's, it's my so favorite. So ridiculous. And then she she pulls a sliced baloney from her from her vagina, let's say, All and right. throws it at the <laughs> at the judges. It's just like absurd and like hilarious and insane. Well, I'm glad people are bringing such that a kind pleasure. of energy to, you know, televised performance. Well, earlier in the in the in the season in the workroom, there was like a she was throwing baloney around. It was absurd and hilarious. Mm. So she was like, "I'll just do that again. That's fun. It's a great <laughs> idea." <laughs> but yeah, and- it's definitely like that, like kind of cruder, New York City downtown kind of. Did vibe, did, did she really. win? Well, the finale's on Friday. But did she win that lip sync? She did win. Thank goodness. Yeah. Thank goodness. It was incredible. Uh, but I thought, like, if you lost the lip sync, you have to go home. So how did this person... Well, so this is... all. So on All Stars, the winner of the week lip syncs for money. And if they win, they get to vote off someone else. Okay. And if they lose, then they don't get the money, and then the... They bring in, they bring in like a lipstick, lip sync assassin is what they call it, which is like some other queen who's not on the show to, to, uh, to go against them, which is a nice thing to like bring other queens onto the show. Okay. Um, but it's not, as like a contest, it's not as good because you really want the like save yourself energy. How do you watch but, Drag Race? Where where does one? Well, go? so this it's on Paramount Plus now. What I can't. It's too many things. 
I know. I only have Paramount Plus because it's free with Verizon, my Verizon situation. So I, I've only been watching this season for the past couple of weeks, but I watched the whole season because I don't know if it, I don't know. It didn't seem to be on Paramount Plus until, or, or I didn't know it was or something. So. All right. Um, it's not. It's not really a great season. So. Jimbo, but, Jimbo. But Jimbo, Jimbo is is excellent. So, I'm. I'll be quite upset if they don't win, because, kind of everyone else is. Fairly talentless. Talent. Yeah. Okay. Well, terrific. Yeah. Terrific. So that is on. Um, I don't know that I'm watching anything. We're watching Dynasty. We're into like really incredible seasons. I think we're on season five. This it's is really. We're insane. talking about the '80s. We're talking about the '80s. And where do you watch? I don't know when Dynasty this is. on Amazon. Wow, this is Fine. something. You have eclectic viewership in your house. I mean, very gay, very gay. Don't get me wrong. Well, we're doing we're doing Dynasty dinner. Oh, we'll watch an episode. That's cute. That's cute. Yeah, there. It's insane. Dynasty dinner. Fallon's just gone missing. Wow. Who? The daughter who's this like everyone's insane. It's like so. It's like just just a soap opera, but. Um, the pacing of it, it's really unbelievable. So, do you recommend? Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, oh, oh no, 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 no. sorry. I'm getting an incoming call from New York York City Ballet, but I know what it is. They, they're calling you to take money back. Basically. (laughs) No, they're calling because they always want me to subscribe, and I uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't do it. I did it once, and that's why I can't get off the list. Mm. You um, should answer and say, please never call me again. Please don't do it. Um, you should be able to say that and have that happen. I know, but then I feel bad, and I, I do go to the New York City Valley, so I do think, well, yeah. maybe I should subscribe. So stop calling. <laughs> Listen, uh-huh. I'm going to go when I can. Stop calling. They don't care, whoever's calling. They're just doing a job. That's true. Um, my friend Tess, um, Tess told me this story. Mm-hmm. I probably Maybe I already said this on the podcast. My friend Tess told me this story the other day that um, after we had seen Juliana May's show, and I, I had been there, I'd gone with my friend Russell. Um, Russell um, who? Jan- Jansen. <laughs> and Russell, Russell went into the subscriptions office at New York City Ballet after the show and saw Kayvon Purazar working there. Kayvon was in Juliana's show and has worked at New York City Ballet for like, you know, 20 years. Uh-huh. And Russell saw him in there, went in and said, I just want to let you know that I saw you in that show and you were so great. And when Tess told me that story, I like started crying. I like couldn't believe, I was like, that's the nicest, it's the nicest story I ever heard. That like. What? Kayvon has like had this 
kind of anonymous job at New York City Ballet Subscriptions for all these years, which affords him like the flexibility to, you know, do this, the dancing that he does in the New York City dance world as one of like our best and New York City downtown dancers, you know, but like all these dancers at New York City Ballet are mm-hmm. always walking by. They have no idea who Kayvon is. They don't, they don't care. They don't care uh-huh, that Kayvon uh-huh. has made these like exceptional contributions to like the world of dance. And there he is just sort of like typing away. And then Russell Jansen, principal dancer, walks in and says, I appreciate you and I, for your dancing. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God. You know, I thought that was beautiful. Yeah, I I hear that, and I accept that. And you don't feel it, you you. But I also think it's um, part of the hideousness of everything. So, but um, do you think he was trying to call you just now? Ooh, Kayvon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's never Kayvon on the phone. It's never Kayvon on the phone. Oh, that's too bad. I know, but maybe it was today. Maybe it yeah, was. Maybe today. it was. Maybe every time you don't answer, it is. Um, I saw Aaron Markey's new show. Oh, at Bob Art? At Spiegel Tent. Mm-hmm. And? I mean, it's not a f- in a show. So, uh, I mean, it's incredible. They're such a genius. And, and were other friends in it? It was Aaron... I mean, because it was really... A, like kind of set up as cabaret mm-hmm. like a one person show mm-hmm. so I don't know and I don't know that that's like what the show is meant to be but it was for this so mm-hmm. I don't know I don't I, don't, I think this is like a work in pro. there's like not even a title as far as I could see so um but it's just like it's like Beth Gill Aaron Markey and in that story you just told of like uh, downtown anonymity like these people are geniuses yeah yeah and yeah so uh, it was incredible yeah nobody knows who that is oh no 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 of course not (laughs) I mean if you listen to this podcast you better know I mean um, yeah. But yeah, no one knows. Well, we do what we can. One of our listeners um, is in town right now from Norway, who is someone I met in England when they came up to me at, wow. the, at, at the Barbican Center and said, I'm a big fan of your podcast, and I'm so glad to have been turned on to Pam Tanowitz because I absolutely love this show, which was Four, oh. four Quartets. And... Simon is their name is in town in New York this week and we're going to Cunningham class tomorrow oh look at small world small world isn't that nice yeah it's very nice um are you looking forward to Barbenheimer Barbenheimer what is it is that Bar the the Barbican Center Barbican well look I I don't get to go Barbenheimer the Barbenheimer no what are you talking? No, the 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 Barbie Oppenheimer mashup. Oh, Barbenheimer. Contest. Oh, interesting. I don't understand why they're even being. Uh, it's you know publicity, like you know it's I'm it's like a publicity machine. These couldn't be two more different topics. I mean, like 
go enjoy yourself at the movies. Let's not make a thing of it. I can't imagine. Like, sh- they should well, do Well, making the- a thing of it is what marketing is. I suppose so. Yeah. Um, but I will see And both. now that they don't have any actors to promote it, they have to really... I love that. No more acting. I'll happily watch both films. I will go to see Oppenheimer in IMAX if I can. I love an IMAX experience. And I love a Chris yeah. Nolan. Chris Nolan in IMAX, especially amazing. I I saw Dunkirk. Yeah, I believe it. Dunkirk in IMAX was a fantastic experience. Um, they both come out this weekend, I believe. Cool, cool. Barbie looks um, unbearable, but I will go see it. Yeah, I'll see it. It looks like it took um, some effort. Wait, I had a question going back to Spiegel Tent. You did something. Okay. You've redesigned the facade? Yeah. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I did that. Well, tell what's me. There to say? What's the what's pro- there to say? What was the. What instigated the change? Because, um, you know. I got an email that was like, we tried to get students to design this thing, but they're inept. So now we're asking other people. And I was like, Caleb, did you want me to... Because it was like a submission thing. And I was like... Oh, what was confusing is that it was like... It was a kind of like share this with people thing. So I was like, oh, are you sending this to me to send to other people? Someone else? Mm-hmm. Am I like supposed to share this? Or do are you ask, wanting me to submit something? And oh, like, was, you know, s- submit a proposal. Yes. And you're like, am and this I was like or in not? March or something. And I was like, I will take any money. Mm-hmm. Um, and Caleb was like, yeah. So I sent a thing. So you basically sent a the proposal. The rest is history. You sent a proposal and it got accepted. That's right. And what was your thought process behind the design? Well, what I submitted was not the final design. Oh. So there was a bit of a, um, that's nice, but could it be like this instead? I'm like, Oh, I see. Sure. So they basically were like, this person can deliver the product, but now we just have to tell them what we want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's no, it fun. was, it was, um, it was a job and yeah. I did it. You did it. And it was, you know, it was sort of, it was funny because they were like, basically the guy, the Spiegel tent Belgium guy who like owns this company was right. like, I really like this guy's very Art Nouveau, whatever. And I was like, okay, that's what you want. I'll just do that. Oh no. I'm like, it's just a job. It's fine. And was your original so proposal job. more just like your kind of yeah. vision of illustration uh-huh i'm sorry so uh well does that mean those belgian people are gonna like manufacture those surfaces and and no they're not gonna do it but who? someone's someone's going to and will that be the new how it looks for a while i assume because it's expensive to do well, and what 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 are those images being kind of printed onto they're going to paint them, I assume. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which I don't... This was all supposed to happen for this year, originally. 
I just think, don't think they like understood what was going to be involved. So. All right. So it's not, which is fine. Because I think, which I also didn't really understand this until recently, that basically what has happened is they, I think they've been renting this on like a one year contract for the past 16 years. And now they're like, are going to have this here for like a while. I don't know if it's like a five year contract or what. Because how this thing gets, they literally ship this thing across from Belgium to Bard every summer and then rebuild it. And like the Belgian team comes here and like sets it up. Right. So I think it's going to live here and just be used. So I don't, I don't know. So that's, 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 I think how this happened where they were like, oh, if we have it, then maybe we can like change this kind of weird facade that it currently has. Hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it was fun. It was, I don't, I mean, I fully got carpal tunnel from doing (laughs) like endless Bezier curves. Oh insane. no! Um, it was also like it's they were trying to get it done. They were, tr- yeah, hmm. they were trying to get it done for this year. So I was like, basically, yeah, hurt myself doing it. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <clears throat> no, it's fine. Um, um, but yeah, I think it is pretty. It's not what I want, but it's fine. But it's what they needed. And yeah. It, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. It's nice. Well, I'm, I'm, so that. I'm glad that you got that. to learn all about the history of Spiegel Tent. And <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know. So. Uh-huh. Um, what else can I tell you? Um, I'm going to see James in Romeo and Juliet tomorrow. I'm going A- to... ABT. ABT. I'm going to see some Korean dance show at New York State Theater tonight with Harriet. Great. I think I saw a review of that. Oh, really? Maybe. I don't know. I didn't read it, but I think there was could be something else. Um. Look forward to hearing about that. And um, Natasha Pickowitz is, is doing an event up here at Talbot and Arding that I'm going to be at on Saturday. I bought the book. I repeat, I bought the book. Yeah, should we bake some? Should we make something? Yeah, you tell me what you want to bake and I'll bake it. Well, I'll, I'll um, get back to you after this event. Thank you, please. Yeah. Um, I've made not a one thing from the book yet, but I'm. I haven't either. It's not the season. It's not, it's not the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Nomi, you're so cute. Is she still huffing and puffing? No, she's given up. Oh, good. She's like, I can't she's remember why I was upset. <laughs> like, I'll just oh, I remember I was going to tell you. So I've, I've delved into the second season of Foundation. And I, okay. I decided to watch the, 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 new, the new first episode of the new season last night when I got in bed. But I did not have the kind of energetic focus to be able to understand anything that was going on um 
so that was that was hard. I just sort of let it wash over me and kept having to rewind to be okay. like, what? Because um, they keep talking about dimensions and time, and that's hard for me. People need to stop doing dimensions and time. Right. But Lee we Pace to... plays okay. a really evil, horny emperor, and he is running around with no clothes on, and it's great. Wow. It's great. Okay. It's really great. Okay. Yeah, his whole, like entrance into this season of foundation is is with no clothes no clothes for quite a while like full battle scene no clothes wow dangerous yeah um anyways very dangerous right it doesn't go it gets a lot of cuts and bloods and stuff Mm. you need to protect yourself you really do get things under control well, it's um, it's, been an it's hour. we're entering high summer, and um, I'm every day looking at my tomatoes and thinking, is this gonna happen? Are they? I mean, they're there, but they're not. They're green, green, green. I say, come on, tomatoes, come on. Okay. Um. That's it. And that's all, folks. Biddy, 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 biddy. Isn't that what Porky Pig says? Uh, or is it Daffy Duck? I think it's Porky Pig. Pork and beans. Pork and, pork and beans. Porky Pig says, but it, but it, but it, but it, that's all, folks. Right? Yeah. My superintendent came today to put a sticker <laughs> on my door of like fire. I literally was like of your elementary school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The superintendent came in to put a sticker on the door of fire safety stuff. Okay. And I was like, "Oh, okay. He called yesterday while I was like landing on the plane to say, "Can I come in and do this?" I said, "Well, I'm not there." I was thinking he'd slide it under the door and I could put it up myself, but he had to be there and have me sign for it and he stuck it on my door, of wow. course, like slightly crooked. And then I had to be taking it down and reapplying it. But then I was like, why am I putting this back up? But um, Inside your apartment? Inside, on the door. What? I know, I'm just leaving it. It should go, it needs to go somewhere else. All right. I don't know. Or you what can to put do. like a you can put something over it. I thought about laminating it and mag- just putting it up with a magnet, but that might just be more fuss. That's exhausting. You know, I know. I don't have a laminator, but I could get some contact paper. Oi. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I'm glad you're not on fire. Oh well. Are you on not, fire? Not yet. Okay, good. All right. Well, next week. Wait, there was a movie that you wanted to talk about, but we didn't talk about it. I don't know what it was. Oh, Past Lives. Oh, is this a movie that's in theaters? Yeah, about... um, I think it's showing at Upstate Films. A Korean-Canadian-American immigrant who... um, uh, It's a very simple... Beautiful, beautiful couple. It's a very simple story about a friend... And a kind of like fantasy or like an unrequited or unfulfilled kind of relationship that basically just gets discussed 
Um, anyways, I highly recommend it. It is oh, absolutely wow. heartbreaking. Sounds really boring. No, <laughs> that was a bad description. <laughs> but it has amazing, not... amazing performances. It's so okay. wonderful. Okay, maybe I'll go see it. Yeah, it's tremendous. Okay. Um, we, uh, Jack is doing a screening series, and so we watched France last night at Upstate Films. It was very fun. Film I've just, like, still not seen. Go watch a movie that you want to watch. Well, that's nice. Yeah. What's next yeah, in great. the screening series? I don't know. I'm really pushing for possession, because I'd love to see that projected. Oh, my God. But I don't know. We might need to be something a little more friendly, like Showgirls or Mommy Dearest. Oh, or, uh, Melancholia. O- opening Night. Melancholia. O- opening Night. Really, really, really an important Jack so film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. AI. Yeah, or some Jack Isabel loved AI. No. <sighs> I think of the I think the theme is like crazy women. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, it's like intense, intense women. Piano teacher, I guess would be the Or L. L maybe? We can't do another French nonsense though. It's crazy. Um but yeah, it's fun. I love watching movies on big screens. And there was there were there was a great turnout, which was unexpected for a Wednesday summer Wednesday so that's fun summer. um okay okay uh I'll try to see past lives that'll be fun <gasps> yay thank you yes all right thanks for listening we'll see you next week yay bye we loves you we loves you goodbye oh.